0: Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. All right. Welcome,
1: everyone, to Refirement life episode twenty three. Today, we're talking about transforming your space, transforming your life. I have a very special guest with me, Lisa Malone, who owns a business. and uh, it's all about organizing, repurposing your space for for better better productivity, better health, better um,
2: reduction of stress. So, Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Congratulations on your podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's been a ton of fun. And I just love having friends uh, come back, share their stories, and uh, especially the inspirational ones like yours. So when we get into the, the benefits of a decluttered space, There's a lot of research that tells us uh, a decluttered space helps you mentally, physically uh, increase productivity. What what have you learned in doing this business?
2: Gosh, it's been, um, it's huge because I always thought I was an organized person. And personally, when I am the most stressed, my house has never been more organized. And that started years and years and years ago because walking into a place, I couldn't calm myself if the space was crazy. So that's how my family would know, oh, moms, you know, this is this is serious. Like, the house looks amazing. So from personal experience, I didn't know I was solving my own um, chaotic mind by calming my space, but that's, you know, what I've learned. But I've even seen, you know, People are replacing items they already own, and the statistics there is that in the United States, consumers spend over $2.7 billion on replacing items they already own but can't find. Um, They spend 2.5 days each year looking for lost items. Um, They can reduce stress levels by 40% just living in an organized space, so the benefits to getting organized are tremendous.
1: Wow. Wow. And mom was right also when she said that uh, you should make your bed every day because I I got this stat that people who make their beds every morning are 19% more likely to report regularly getting a good night's sleep. And the same survey revealed that 75% of respondents said they got a better night's sleep when things were in order and their sheets were clean and fresh. So how about that?
2: Yeah and I mean I tell my clients all the time let's start in the bedroom they always want to start somewhere else because they're more it's usually the the mom and she wants the family space to be organized but just like when you're on the airplane if mom does not have the oxygen, she cannot support the family. So you should always start in the bedroom for that exact reason. You need to wake up in a calm space, you need to fall asleep and you sleep better in a calm space. And it really does transform your 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 life, of your day.
1: Wow. Wow. And talk our listeners are about 50% men, 50% women. So talk to me about the differences, because you've had both clients, men and women. Yeah. Yep. Is there, is there any, you know? women are from Venus, men are from Mars, trends that you see in
2: organization. (laughs) Yes. Okay. It's usually the woman who reaches out and it's usually the guy who says, don't touch my stuff. Um, (laughs) And then we go from there. Right. And so I have had a client who said, you know, I'm redoing this house to either sell it because I'm getting a divorce or fix my marriage. And it really has made that much of an impact on the relationship. And I'm happy to report that that couple, is, it changed their relationship. Wow. And, and, and she went from just, you know, I've had enough of him to talking about their love language and how she wants to keep certain things because that's what her she and her husband always would give to each other. And it was just like, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have that impact on a family.
1: That's amazing. That's a huge success story. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got here. Uh, You had a very, very successful career as a tech exec, as a marketing expert, and spent a good amount of time in corporate America. Then you made this big transition. Tell us about what led you there.
2: So I wanted um, a career 2.0. I don't I don't want to call myself a retired person because I don't know what I'd do with myself if I didn't work. Um, only because right. for me there's too many hours in a day, right? So I I wanted I didn't want to retire necessarily. I wanted to have a career 2.0. So I but I didn't want the intensity of that corporate career anymore. Um, I wanted to have a day where I could learn to golf and kind of spend more time. Doing what I want to do, prioritizing what I wanted to do. So I started running one of my husband's home businesses, Partner Point, um, which was very complementary to my corporate career. But then COVID happened, and my vision was traveling and being with friends that you know I I had been colleagues with. But then you know we were all in lockdown, so I, I just by chance started organizing friends and family because I was bored. <laughs> but it turned out to be a tremendous. Tremendous passion that I didn't realize I had. I mean, I love being organized myself, but I didn't realize that it, it, one organizing is emotional, and people have trouble getting to it because they don't want to have to deal with things. They would rather be overwhelmed and walk out of the space than overwhelmed and tackle the space. So for me, since I had no connection to the stuff, I was going in there and just whipping stuff up, and it was just so satisfying. So I started. With the professional organizing business doing everything and the process of elimination, I decided that I wanted to do wardrobe and closet transformations and kind of create boutique shoppable spaces, which really can be applied to anywhere in the home. And closets include, you know, pantries and linen closets and kids closets and parents closets and all that. Um, So, yeah, that's that's how it happened. It was really just kind of a fluke and a path um, led by passion.
1: Wow, wow. So if you had to just, you know, for people listening, you mentioned you wanted to have time to do things for yourself. How much of the of the week does the business take and how much time leisure-wise do you have in your new life?
2: Yeah, so it's funny. Um it's it's weirdly first of all, I definitely have PTSD. I will I find myself working to a deadline that no one created for me. <laughs> I I imagine, you know, created it for myself like why am I freaking out about this? Go <laughs> swing a golf club or something you know. go play pickleball. So I have to walk myself down from that. I'm sure everyone experiences the same thing, but yep. um, I have a, a country club Tuesday. So I take a golf lesson. I try to do something for myself, but I find myself looking forward to the weekdays of work more than the weekends, um, mostly probably because when there's a gap in the weekend, I wanna work. I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I, I've, I've seen that same thing in my life. Like weekends aren't as meaningful anymore yeah. because you have the flexibility to do what you want to do when you want to do it,
2: Yeah, which is really interesting. Yes, yes. It is just weird to comprehend that you're having so much fun working when you didn't used to have that much fun working. I mean, I did have fun working. I loved what I did, right? Right. But just the deadlines and this pressure and quotas and reports and, you know, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And you get to a point where you want to care about what you do. And when you start to not care about what you do because you're over it, you know, then the the passion for the, the work isn't there. And so that's what I think about this. This next phase for me is. That's the motivation is something that's so satisfying
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
2: making an impact. Um, I didn't. Go out seeking to make an impact, but I love helping people. And I think that is the bottom line. In fact, I had a friend tell me that I need to stop helping everyone because I'm not helping myself. I'm like, yes, I am. It, it, <laughs> I can help everyone
1: and yeah. I will help everyone. <laughs> and, and it is fuel for your soul. Like you feel like yes. a better person with more purpose because of the impact you're having, which is yeah. awesome. Which is awesome. And I have people
2: I have people running to me, telling me, like I just had this woman come up to me and she's like, I'm gonna post on the Facebook group, Lisa, because I just got rid of six contractor bags with her clothes in my closet. And I'm so excited and da-da-da-da. Like I uh, and all I did was have her follow me because I love people can do this themselves. Yes. It's the people who can't who are emotionally overwhelmed who hire me and it's a luxury certainly a luxury expense. So I want to help people who don't have that budget to go and, you know, just change your mindset. You can do this a little bit at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. you can change your life, you know, that's that's what it's doing.
1: That's so generous. That really is to provide that kind of information. And I follow you on Instagram. Is it Lisa Malone Pro Organizer? Is that your Instagram handle?
2: That's all my Instagram handles. Yeah. Lisa Malone Pro Organizer. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. So everyone listening, you can follow Lisa and, and I get good tips too. Like some of the things that you're posting are both fun to watch and also uh, informative. So thanks for doing that.
2: You're welcome. And you know, it's funny, I had a, another um, organizer ask me how I got my leads and I get a lot of them on in Facebook groups. Um, and she's like, Yeah, I watch you post in those Facebook groups and you basically swoop in, drop free advice, and then drop Mike out of there. And I'm like, Yeah, because it's not brain surgery, and anyone can look it up. It's the people that can't do it or Mm -hmm. overwhelmed, or there's something else that will hire me when they're ready. But I feel like you just, it's, it's just a different sales approach, I guess, is, you know, I don't want to say, hire me, hire me, hire me. I want to say, you can do this. You know, I love being a cheerleader for everyone is just, you know, you can do this. And if you can, I'm here to help you. But, you Mm -hmm. know, that's awesome.
1: Well, and you've taken your business to another level, too, by bringing people along with you. So share a little bit about the um, in-home com.
2: Yes. So I realized, and this has everything to do with the channel channel management job that I had for 20 years, is you... One cannot be successful without your army of people. So, from a one-to-many perspective, is is everything I learned in corporate America. You're not in it alone. You've got a team. Use your team. Leverage your team. You know, create, amplify your message. So, I realized that uh, first of all, I created an online course called "You Have Arrived" with a personal stylist, which, and together we teach people how to convert their wardrobe and organize their closet into a boutique shoppable space. So figure out what you want to look like, then take that roadmap and go into the closet and edit what you have and and just keep the things that you love and that flatter you. But that, you know, with an online course, it's worldwide. Anyone can do it and I was thinking, well, what if our what if our students need help? What if they want to create a boutique space but they're overwhelmed with the organizing part of it or the style part of it? So then I was thinking, well, I can create a directory that brings everybody's business up. So we, you and I always talk about this. The rising tide raises all boats.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If we get consumers to come to a place where they can find their local professional organizer, local stylist, local interior designer, stager, and residential house cleaner, then they will have their own little army of people to help them be better in their home and really enjoy their home. And homes cost money. Why not? You know enjoy where you live and, and make it wonderful. So I stood this, um, directory up in March and then I thought, well, I want these businesses to have one place. Cause when I started my organizing business, I through trial and error, found a, a coach, you know, uh, communities, um, automation software, all these things. So now I'm putting it on the members only part of that, of the directory. So these 4,500 plus businesses that are already Profile there can grow their business at the speed and at the price point that they want. So, did you say just, you
1: have 4,500 businesses profiled?
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, so my God. You know. <laughs> I know. And I already have vendors. I, I think I went live on the vendors last week and I've got people that I already like. So, we're doing some bartering. And, you know, so if you know of anyone who has like a coaching business or that's specific to these uh in you know micro verticals um I'm right. I'm ready to take them products
1: that's fantastic um, yeah that is yeah.
2: congratulations thank you thank you <laughs> I'm so excited so now I'm planning I, I I think I mentioned this right before we we started recording is I'm I'm engineering my CRM um solution because of course I need to automate just like I taught all of my channel partners throughout the years and it is hard <laughs> yikes who knew there's so much to do with that but anyway <laughs>
1: Well, you'll get there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. So, when when you're working with clients and you're helping them decide what they keep and what they, you know, get rid of, makes make space for something else, do you follow the Marie Kondo philosophy of Does this give you joy? And and what is that experience like? Like, w- yes. what do you let people hold on to? Are you Nothing. total close Absolute. Nazi. <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> So I try to be kind, but I tell them, I ask the first question, are you comfortable letting go of things? And some of them say the right thing. Like, absolutely. I'm happy to purge. Mm -hmm. Some of them say I struggle with that. And I'm like, you know, probe a little bit deeper because there is literally no point in moving things around. The Mm -hmm. reason why things, places are cluttered in your home is because you have too much stuff Mm -hmm. and you can't find the things you like when it's surrounded by things you don't even use. Right. So the, The process goes, you know, do you use it? No, I want to. And maybe one day and the second they start making excuses, I'm like, it's got to go because you're making an excuse for why you should keep it. And it's just an excuse, you know, or someone gave it to me. I feel guilty. That's a lot of a lot of um, things that I hear. Oh, my aunt gave this to me. And when she comes over here, if she ever asked me, well, has she ever asked you to see if you still have it? <laughs> and you can say, and if maybe it happens, just say, you know, oh, no, I loved it, but I wasn't using it as much. And so I donated it to someone who needed it. You know, they don't uh-huh. know, need to know who it went to, you know, Johnny down the street. It could be like a family in need really desperately needed that item. And so I shared it with them, right. period. You can't, right. how can you fight that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's nice. That's nice. And giving people freedom. I I, I've you helped me in my art space and came up with that great um, way to make sure my canvases are stored perfectly. And I still use it to this day. And since you helped me there, you know, I've always sort of been thinking about other ways to use some of your tips and there's one thing that I do now that I think is really because of our time together. I just have one donation bag in my closet at all times. And yes. anytime I put something on that I don't like, oh, it doesn't look right. Or I, I've put this on twice like, or even just once, and I never re- wear it. Just put it in the bag. Don't yes. put it back on a hanger. Put it do in the bag. Do not put it
2: back on the hanger. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Are there other people tips do- for people just to kind of, you know, maintain some of your goodness?
2: Yes, it's one in one out. So uh-huh. when when your space is organized, and you go out and buy something similar to what you already have, something's got to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I found I had a um, kind of a summer dress that I really had gotten from a friend and it didn't fit perfectly. And I wore it a couple times. And then I went and got another dress that was similar. And I'm like, this is what's gonna go because it wasn't it wasn't my style or, or whatever, but exactly what you said. It's like it wasn't 100 percent. And when you find yourself struggling with anything, like you're in your bathroom and you pick up a a soap that you're like, oh, I remember spending so much money for this, but I don't like it. It smells weird or it makes me it leaves my skin feeling greasy get rid of it. You already spent the money. There's no getting it back. And so you just need to kind of let, you know, permission to purge is what I like to give people because they feel too guilty about it. They're like, no, I'll just keep it. I might use it one day. You know, you're not, you're not going to use it one day because you haven't used it yet. So, Mm -hmm. you know, let it go. And don't, I tell people this all the time. If you're going to give stuff to other people, tell them they are, feel free to throw it away. Right, you're just putting your guilt on somebody else by giving it to somebody else.
1: Yeah. I bet there's big family patterns of that, too. Like, depending on how you were raised,
2: right? Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And I had a client. I have a client who's a doctor and a guy. And so we were doing his closet in his bedroom, and he thought his place was a mess, but he really just didn't have hangers. So he would just put his stuff on the shelf above where hangers would go. And so anyway, it was really funny. But so I said, but we're not just going to hang up everything. We're going to go through it. So we, he was sorting some things. And he said, um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take this to my mom's. You know, this pile is going to go to my mom's. And I said, well, do you go there? Does she live out of town? Like, why would you put clothes at your mom's? And and she said, no, she's she lives locally. It's just when I don't want to get rid of things, I put them over there. And I said, does she like that? And he said, no, she <laughs> hates it. She hates it. And I'm like, why are you being mean to your mother? You're never doing that again. <laughs> But she would keep it for him because he felt bad getting rid of it. But he never went over there to get that stuff again. And now his poor mom is sitting with piles of his clothes because he doesn't want to get rid of it.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, I, know. I,
2: have,
1: I have an idea for a Mother's Day gift for her.
2: Yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Time with you.
2: <laughs> exactly. Just have me, give me your address. I'll swing by and take all that stuff to the donation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's That's it's, a funny story. Yes. Bless his heart. You know, he means well. But don't yeah, don't curse your friends or your family by passing on something because, you know, there's so many people in need, you know, so give it to somebody who needs it, not somebody who feels guilty and then holds it for you.
1: That's right. That's right. All right. So you have the Instagram where people can get tips and then you have a course. What, yes. what, what might surprise people when they take the course and tell me a little bit about the experience of a learner? going? Sure.
2: Through it? Yep. So the, the, first thing that you learn in the course, so so it's the two-pronged. It's you develop your personal style and then you organize the clothes that you have created. So you curate the wardrobe and then you shop your wardrobe. So the cool thing about it is that I, I like to to think of myself as the perfect uh, case study because, my approach to shopping for myself, I don't like it. I don't like every time I need something, I can't find anything. And when I don't need something, I stumble upon it and then I'll buy it. But it's not the right time. So it just sits in my closet. So also, I like to go up to mannequins and say, I'll have what she's having because it looks good because <laughs> somebody else styled it. Right. right. <laughs> then I get it home and I can only wear that outfit because I don't know where the other pieces go. Uh-huh. Like I don't. So anyway, this course basically gives you enough to to be dangerous. It. it helped me force myself to figure out what I wanted to look like. And my only goals were to look nice in between. I had corporate clothes and I had organizing clothes and nothing in between. I didn't even wear the corporate clothes anymore. But the the stylist that I partnered with to do this course showed me how to don't get rid of a couple of these pieces, wear them with jeans, like, you know, do this and this. And this is how you bring the corporate clothes to the middle and the you can dress up the Mm -hmm. athleisure wear to be very stylish. So that's where what you will learn coming out of the developing your personal style is how easy it can be and how to step out of your comfort zone. So here's a statistic. You wear 20% of your clothes 80% of the time, Mm -hmm. which means that your closet is full of you could really get rid of 50% of everything in your closet and still have your items that you wear during the holidays or special occasions and just start. You can even start by wearing things that you don't stop wearing the things you always wear and try something different. Right. You know, you've got things in there that you like, but you just are like, well, I don't know. And another thing that the stylist taught me is you can wear whatever you want whenever you want. So I wore a dress to date night because I wanted to. Mm -hmm. No one looked at me weird because I was wearing a dress and people were wearing jeans or doing whatever. And we just went to sit at a bar and eat. I just wanted to dress up. I wanted to feel, especially coming out of COVID and during, at the end of COVID is I want to feel like I'm trying, like I haven't given up on life, that I'm not, you know, no offense to the people at the Walmart, but I wanted to look that, yeah, we didn't want to look like we were headed to the Walmart. Right. We, we wanted to like make it a shower. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Make an effort. Yes, Exactly. (laughs)
1: Pretend like you're having a great life.
2: Yes, is that or pretend. <laughs> but but yes. that's a
1: big part of just feeling good, right? Is yeah. is when you do make an effort. You're like, wow, okay, it's yeah. I feel different as a result of changing a pattern or showing up the way I wanted to show up.
2: Yeah, and that's why the course is called You Have Arrived because mm-hmm. it was. It's a feeling. You have arrived is a feeling. It's not. It's it's a feeling that is determined by you and you only of when you have accomplished something, yeah so and, and you want to appear on the outside your outside wants to match your inside. So you know if you're like Dolly Parton said once, I dress the way I do because I want to I wanted my outside to match how I feel about myself on the inside. Mm-hmm. and she's sparkly and outgoing and energetic and it was just such a perfect example of of that feeling of you have arrived. So when I walk into a place and I'm dressed the way I want, like, like, I feel I've arrived, I stand taller, I'm more confident, I have more energy. And that's how you should wake up every day and approach every day. It doesn't have to be because you went out, you know, you could go, even when you're working from home, just to take a shower, you know, you feel less depressed, because you're Mm -hmm. not stuck in the house. Again, you feel like rejuvenated, you should get dressed every day, you know, it it just makes a whole different difference in your life. That's awesome. That's awesome. So the second part of the course is then you organize your space. So you shop your own closet and basically to create a boutique space, is like walking into a boutique store. It's not a huge department store. It's a little tiny boutique and guess what? It has everything in it that fits you. So you've got your shirts, your pants, your accessories. You can find things that you love, pull them out, match them, you know, with different things. Um, Sorted by color.
1: Are we sorting by color?
2: We are sorting by color and sleeve length or pant length. Uh-huh. yes, nice. Because then you can. it kind of makes a seasonal switch. So if it's a sleeveless or, you know, if you're going to go layering and, you know, yes. If you want a jacket, you go to the jacket section because you want to pull out a jacket that might complement and you will discover things you – in combinations you didn't realize you had. Um, in fact, one of my clients said that the sleeve – organizing her shirts by sleeve length was game-changing for her. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, which I think this is normal, but people don't think that. And the problem is when you have a sleeveless shirt, it gets lost between the long sleeve shirts. Mm-hmm. And I had one client whose friend tried to help her out by color coding her entire closet from white to black, everything. So there was like a tank top for yoga next to a high end dress next to a, a, a athleisure jacket all in black. And she couldn't find anything because right. it was. It, it just melted. Yeah, it was not functional. So you do it how you think you want to do it. Like when you walk into the closet, do you want your shirts first, or you know, do your shoes by the door because you take your shoes out last? And you know, it all depends on what works for you in the space. But in the class, we teach you how to um, maximize the space, go up, how to swap out seasonal. If you if you're spaced challenged, you know, how to use underbed storage to do bathing suits in the winter and you know put your sweaters under there in the summer and all that other stuff. So
1: mm-hmm. wow. Good tips. Good tips. And then you get to all those positive benefits of
2: yes. Better mental
1: health, less stress, and feeling good every day.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, as we're winding down, let's give folks a little bit of direction. We talked about the course. So they could find that at lisa-malone.com
2: yes the course is on there um but directly it's it's youhavearrived.net um but okay. everything is linked including the directory through lisa-malone.com
1: okay great awesome and then for businesses or customers who want to find um Folks to help them in their space. To, to tell me a little bit about you've got forty five hundred businesses. I guess <laughs> there's a lot of variety probably there. But who's who's the right customer for that site? And then yes, the who's right, the right business?
2: For yes, that site? So the right customer for that site is anyone who owns a home. So it is um, a, a directory of professional organizers, uh, personal stylists. Stagers, interior designers, and residential cleaners, and those are the ideal businesses for the the directory to reach consumers. Mm-hmm. Then there's a business to business side where anyone who these businesses are their ideal client can, who helps them grow their business. So someone who has, uh, for example, a technology solution, like there's a company called Sortify. Where they are a um, an app that helps design a space, so like an architecture um, mm-hmm. diagram, so they can pick products and, and make it easier instead of guessing what fits in the space. Those kind of companies, if you coach businesses of that type, if you've got, you know, CRM systems for businesses of those types, you know, those are the ones where you can be a B2B vendor and showcase your product and utilize, sell within that community.
1: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Good. Well, that's, that's um, a lot of, I would say, you know, real estate to, to cover, right? I mean, there's a lot of opportunity in, in both of those, those buckets there.
2: Yeah, and what's so great about the internet and and directories like this is every link that you can get out there is a great backlink to your website. Mm-hmm. But it also you you're a solopreneur. So many solopreneurs can get so much traction and really reach so many more people using directories like mine to, you know, directly connect with consumers. So it's a great opportunity for anyone. And, and to profile yourself, there's a free level. And then if you've got, you know, extra stuff that you want to promote, like events, or if you want to be a guest blogger, and you've got the kind of engine to promote those type of things, then it's just $10 a month or $20 a month to get those extra benefits.
1: Oh that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Any any last parting advice for maybe people who are thinking about doing their next thing? I mean, you went made a tremendous transition. Successful not only in your own business but you're bringing others along with you. Taking that leap though sometimes is yes, hard, it's
2: scary. It is scary. Yeah. And I I see a lot of people, um, you know, with these these downsizing of businesses, you know, kind of floundering a little bit. But honestly, my advice is just go out there and start telling people, you know, that you're interested in trying new things. It's amazing what doors open where people might need help. Try everything. You don't need to commit to anything and just kind of stick your your toe in the water in different areas where you might have a passion and and see what what you can uncover. Um, Yeah, Yeah. I that that might be. That's, that's a
1: great, great piece of advice. I mean, it's just saying things in the universe. It's true. Yes. And having someone listen and think about you and the next conversation they have making those connections. You're right. You never know where that's going to end up and trying things, trying it on, seeing what you like and keeping what you, what you like and discarding what you don't just like your business. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Process of elimination, right? That's That's how you get to where you need. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, sharing your story, such an inspiration. And I wish you continued success and hope our listeners get in touch with you on uh, making their lives better in terms of transforming their space and their, their lives.
2: Thank you so much for having me. All right. Until next
0: time. Thank you for listening. Our hope is to spark a little joy, inspire, and educate our listeners in ways to live an even more meaningful life. If you have reactions to share from what you've heard, please visit our website, refirement.life, to leave a voice message. You may even be featured in a future episode. To keep in touch, subscribe to our podcast, Refirement Life, using the podcast player of your choice. Always remember, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. Until next time.